Hi everyone and welcome back to the Drinks with Ali podcast where we're talking everything from red red wine to pina coladas. My name is Ali and I'll be your host for today's fascinating free-for-all Friday. Today is Friday, January 8th. This is episode 10. Holy cow, can you imagine? It's episode 10 already. I can't thank you guys enough for being along for the ride with me. And like I said, it's a free-for-all Friday. And in case you didn't catch it, I'm kind of nerdy and love alliterations. So with today being a free-for-all Friday, I thought we'd talk about something that is common across all of the different sections of beverages, and that's fermentation. So whether it's wine, beer, cider, or spirits, it all has to ferment. Heck, even kombucha, super delicious, and some craft sodas are all fermented as well. So there's actually three different types of fermentation. There's acetic acid fermentation used in kombucha making and vinegar making. There's ethanol or alcohol fermentation used in obviously beer, wine, and spirits production and cider. Uh, And there is lactic acid fermentation used mostly in kimchi, yogurt, and sourdough bread. Not to be confused with malolactic fermentation, which is part of winemaking, but isn't actually a fermentation at all. So, lots to think about there. Today, though, we'll be focusing mainly on, or only, on the second type of fermentation, or ethanol slash alcohol fermentation. Alrighty, let's jump on in. So, essentially, all alcoholic fermentation is the same. Just a note, we call it ethanol fermentation because Ethanol is the organic chemical compound that is created during the fermentation process. If you really, really want to know what that compound is, it makes C2H5OH. Organic chem was not my strong point in school. Despite taking semester after tedious semester, I think I took um, seven semesters of organic chemistry I'm really not strong in it, really not something I'm great at. So remembering formulas is so not my strong suit. What is my strong suit, though, is knowing that fermentation is basically when the yeast eats up all the sugar molecules and burps up carbon dioxide and poops out the ethanol. My mom's going to kill me for that analogy. Sorry, mom. But it's very accurate, and it's a very funny visual, and it's an easy way to not forget what that visual is or how it happens. Now, yeast is used in all fermentations. We, or miraculously, the winemaker, the brewer, or distiller, can choose to use either commercial yeast or cultured yeast strain or wild yeast. Wild yeasts occur naturally in places where fermentation happens, So a distillery or brewery may have yeast as part of their natural flora just in their air and around what happens in their tanks and everywhere else. Or they can occur on the skins or the outside of whatever's being fermented. Um, This is more common in grapes than it is in grains, but it does happen every once in a while in um, grain as well. There are literally millions of kinds of yeast and they're all over Even our own bodies carry yeast around on them. Um, For this kind of yeast to be used, the grapes would be pressed and left to its own devices, or the wort, which is the start product 
um, for beer and spirits is started or mashed as we call it. And then again, it's left to its own devices. Usually this means leaving like the tank lid off of whatever um, vessel is being used to ferment and then waiting. And sometimes it takes no time at all. And sometimes it takes a whole heck of a long time. Now, the problem with wild ferments is, well, they're wild. Sometimes it takes a while to start, or they can get stuck, causing incomplete fermentations. They can also add a bit of, we'll call it a funky character, to whatever you're fermenting. So depending on the flavor profile you're going after, that can be good or bad. Because of these factors, most of our alcohol-making friends use commercial or cultured yeast strains in whatever they're doing and boy oh boy there are so many different strains like I said there are millions and millions of yeast strains out there for fermentation for um, beer and spirits and wine um, and I'm assuming cider we use one called Saccharomyces cerevisiae um, as the most common there are a couple other Saccharomyces that are used but cerevisiae tends to be the most common but Within that, there are millions of different strains of that Saccharomyces. So you can get ones that bring out more pyrazines, for example. So that's that green bell pepper flavor you get in some wines. Or ones that encourage more orange blossom or pineapple flavors. There are ones to de designed to ferment in high sugar environments. So thinking back to when we talked about ice wine and how sweet that ice wine juice is or must, um, you need a special kind of yeast that's going to be able to get going and all that sugar. And there are cultured yeast strains that are selected to ferment out more alcohol, giving a higher and higher ABV or alcohol by volume to the final product. So it kind of depends on what the winemaker, brewer, distiller is kind of going for, or cider maker. A cultured yeast strain or commercial yeast strain has to be hydrated in a bucket usually, and then added to the must or to the wort before it can start. Um, you have to keep it in the fridge, you weigh it out based on how much yeast by volume that you need for what you're doing, and then you have to add it into your tank so that it'll get going. Um, it doesn't just magically jump out of the fridge and into your tank. That would be really cool if it did though. Um, so the only other major component to fermentation is temperature. Um, yeast are kind of fickle and like an ideal temperature in which to do their work uh, tends to be somewhere between 10 degrees and 25 degrees Celsius. So that's 50 and 77 degrees Fahrenheit. But even within that, uh, each kind of uh, alcohol fermentation that you're doing does have its own set parameters of temperature. For white wines, for example, it's anything above 10 degrees Celsius or 50 degrees Fahrenheit, and they're cool. They great with that. Red wines are fermented between 27 and 32 degrees Celsius though, or 80 and 90 degrees Fahrenheit. So they have a warmer, uh, fermentation that happens there. Um, 
we call that cold fermenting when it comes to white wines. Um, and it's kind of a bit of a newer thing, but not completely. Uh, ale style beers, beers, sorry, are fermented between 20 and 22 degrees Celsius. So 68 and 72. Whereas lager style beers run around seven to 13 degrees Celsius. So more similar to white wines. Um, and that's 45 to 55 degrees Fahrenheit. So lagers tend to kind of, um, have that crisper, taste similar to the white wines do. For spirits, uh, they can be fermented anywhere between 20 and 25 degrees Celsius, uh, so 68 to 77 degrees Fahrenheit. A bit of a variation there. So these are just guidelines, and each winemaker or brewer or distiller can decide to ferment slightly cooler or slightly warmer than these guidelines. Um, They just can't get too far below that 10 degree mark or too far above that 25 degree mark because the yeast will go dormant. They'll actually be like, yep, too hot, nope, too cold, and they will just stop doing their job and you'll have a stuck fermentation. And then you have to either warm up or cool down uh, your tank so that the fermentation process can start again. Fermentation can be as quick as a couple days or as slow as a month to six weeks, depending on the base fermentable sugar. So that means it depends if you're using wine juice, if you're using corn, barley, rye, um, honey, molasses, just kind of all depends based on what you're fermenting in general. So when I worked at the distillery, we made a spirit made entirely from honey. That, so honey was our base fermentable sugar. And man, was that slow to ferment. It took weeks. I think it took close to six weeks. It was a very nerve-wracking uh, moment in time for all of us. But we would also have some of our corn-based mashes go and finish fermenting in just a few days. So it all depends on what sugar those yeasts are working on um, as far as how quickly they're going to ferment and be done. So I think that's a good place to leave off our fermentation talk today. I know this is a bit of a shorter podcast, but maybe that's good for a Friday. We can get out and enjoy our weekend just a little bit faster then. So I hope you guys learned something today or at least found it interesting If you'd like to leave me a question, a comment, or a show topic, I personally would love to know what you guys want to hear me talk about. Um, You can do that in a few ways. You can fill in the contact form on the website, drinkswithally.com. So D-R-I-N-K-S-W-I-T-H-A-L-I.com. You can drop me an email at drinkswithally.com. So again, D-R-I-N-K-S-W-I-T-H-A-L-I at gmail.com. always feel like I'm going to miss a letter in there, um, like the N in drinks or the T in with. Um, Either one of those is a great way. Or on the website, each podcast has its own page for the episode. So you go to the main page and you click pod. It'll take you to a listing of all of them and you can leave a comment right on each episodes page. If you're loving the show and you're listening on Apple's podcast player, uh, if you could please, 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 please hit subscribe. That way I can find out the analytics and I'll know exactly how many of you are out there listening to me ramble about alcohol and fermentation and everything else every week. 
Um, so far, again, iTunes is just telling me that there's a few of you that have subscribed, but not enough of you to give me really good analytics. So don't forget, we can also connect on all of the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, MeWe. Yes, it's finally up there. All of them at Drinks with Allie, as well as Pinterest. And of course, those Spotify playlists each week. So with that, there should have been one that dropped yesterday, uh, Spotify playlist. I don't know. It might not go live until today, though. Sometimes they go live right away. Sometimes they don't. Just kind of depends. With that, though, guys, I hope you have a great weekend. We'll talk soon, probably on Monday. Fill your glass with something tasty. Cheers, everyone.